Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Tiff, are you there? Good morning. Sorry, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, so I'm sorry about this, guys. I think when I do a Zoom video cast on my computer, uh, it makes my connection to my Blog Talk Radio uh, not work. So I apologize. Welcome to Thyroid Nation Radio. Uh, Tiff, did you already do the intro for me? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, well, okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh, woo, what a morning. Right? Right. That's okay. We're going to just Nation take that radio episode number 130. Uh, we are uh, live and talking uh, to Libby Darnell. And this show is brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotics. I'm Dana. And I'm Tiffany. And we will be your hosts for today. So we will. Morning. Good morning. Uh, like I said, we'll be talking with Libby Darnell, a chiropractic doctor and health and happiness coach and speaker on EMF. We are going to dissect electromagnetic frequencies and how they affect the endocrine system. Really excited about this show. A little bit apprehensive uh, because it's one of those things that kind of scares me a little bit, and I think I just need to hear it and do it. So we're excited. Right, really excited, and no one really talks about it, so it's, you know, uh, its effect particularly on the endocrine system, so I have a feeling we're all going to be a little bit shocked by what uh, Libby has to say. Anyways, a big thanks to our sponsor, thriveprobiotic.com. Check them out. Spore-based, verified to survive gastric acid, gluten, dairy, sugar-free, non-GMO, all those good things. But what makes them even more so different is they're proven to reduce endotoxins, triglycerides, and symptoms of leaky gut. So uh, we love Thrive Probiotics and Karen Krishnan, who we're so excited to have back on in the future and talk more about amazing studies. It's the proof that's, uh, that makes them different. So this is, this is very cool. ThriveProbiotic.com. Yeah. Okay, I think she might be with us. Um, let's see. I think she's been I'm with us sure. since the beginning, so let's get this <laughs> thyroid nation thriving. Good morning. Can you hear us okay? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> I can. So oh, sorry, sorry we had a little oh, bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on and to be talking with you and your audience. We cannot wait to talk yeah. about this. Honestly, I, nobody talks about it, and it's it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know what? There's some new research uh, with EMS and, you know, hormones and thyroid that's come out uh, pretty recently, so I'm excited to talk about that, too, because there is, you know, it is. Nobody talks about it, but there is actual research out there. You just have to dig to find it. Pretty exciting. 
I did see that you had some research on your site, and I want to direct people uh, towards that because we are very evidence-based, or we like to be when yeah. we can. And so uh, yeah. um, I want to do that later in the show. But let's let's start with um, your story, your background, your history. I know you're yeah. doctor of chiropractic and some other things. So, um, you know, your story and also kind of how you got into the EMS life. Absolutely. So uh, I am a doctor of chiropractic, and my husband and I opened up our chiropractic clinic um, in 2010, and then uh, I branched into, you know, kind of the functional medicine realm, and now we um, we built an integrative medical clinic, and so we're just busy people, but, you know, entrepreneurs are like that. You just That's what you do. And along <laughs> the way, um, I started to get sick, and uh, and it was, you know, just totally bizarre and probably something that some of your audience members will resonate with. But um, to give you a little bit of a backstory, I started using a device called the BioMeridian, and it's a really great testing device that uses acupuncture pressure points. Um, so it's like a non-invasive way to test for food sensitivities, uh, chemical sensitivities. So I live near O'Hare Airport, so I've tested some of the people that oh, you know work yeah. for United and you know, will show up with jet fuel as being one of their sensitivities and they couldn't figure out why they were sick, you know. So it's, it is a really great device. However, I was using it as the tester for hours every day. And uh, over time, I just started getting really fatigued. And then I'd have really bad brain fog to where I couldn't even like articulate words <laughs> anymore. You know, I, I felt like I was this smart person and I couldn't, the, the words that were in my head could not come out of my mouth. And it was the most bizarre experience. Um, and I just felt complete brain fog all of the time. And then eventually I never had any physical pain, but I just, I couldn't get out of bed. And when it got to its worst, I turned to my husband one day and I said, you know, I am not going to be surprised if I start hearing voices because I was just losing my mind. I mean, and I thought, uh, that's it. Like, this is game over. I don't know what's going on. But um, luckily, uh, in our, you know, in our realm, and we are lucky enough to be connected with lots of colleagues that have expertise in different areas. So I reached out to about everybody I could think of to see, okay, what's going on? What could this be? And it was actually a rep for the Baum Radiant itself who said, oh, you are electromagnetically hypersensitive which simply means I'm more sensitive than most people to electromagnetic frequencies, which can happen to about a third of the population. Um, but had I not known, I know I would have been, you know, on psychotropic drugs and like institutionalized somewhere. I mean, that's how bad it was. So uh, I was just lucky enough to be able to get an answer. And so then I spent the next, you know, few years researching, you know, okay, how do I, how do I recover from this? And, what can I do and how can I help people um, avoid this in the future? Because I knew nothing about it. You know, I kind of stumbled into it totally accidentally. And um, I got better within a couple of months just by eliminating exposures, which I will, I'm going to be talking about how to do that. And wow. then lo and behold, my, um, my seven-year-old niece ended up getting diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma, which is a brain tumor um, in the brain stem. Uh-huh. And when, I, of course, she's given no, you know, no medical options at that age. It's, it's uh, you know, it's just considered terminal. Um, and we flew over to Spain and we worked with a doctor named Raymond Hilu who does uh, hyperthermia and he can actually do, which is heating up cells um, on the actual brain without 
damaging the healthy tissue. And so we were able to use that. And when we had her blood tested, because he does really cool blood cell analysis where you're just basically taking a spot of blood, you're putting it on a slide, and you're looking at it under a microscope. And you can see things like mercury in the system. You can see uh, fungal infections, parasitic infections. You can see a whole host of things. And her blood did not flow. It was stagnant and it was coagulated. And he looked at that and he said, yeah, she is massively hypersensitive to EMFs and somewhere along the line she's had a big exposure. So from that moment, that's where her family and myself, we got into this whole testing realm and really started diving into how can we test this? How can we objectively say, look, here's the problem. Like you can't dispute it. This is, you know, we're using engineering equipment to do, to do this testing. You know, it's not like we bought like a little hundred dollar EMF reader that some people get unfortunately kind of hooked winked into buying, trying to keep their family safe. We, you know, are using multiple thousands of dollars worth of equipment to, to go back and test her bedroom and test her classroom. And these readings, um, not to get, uh, it, for people that really want the gritty details, I've got it all on my site, but I don't want to get too heavy. I want people to just kind of have a brief overview of this. But there are lots of units when it comes to measuring EMS. And so her, I'm just going to say units. So her bedroom should have been under 2,000 units, and so should her classroom have been under 2,000 units. And that is considered biologically safe. And her bedroom was at 42,000 units. And her classroom was at sixty-five thousand units. So, oh my uh, God, just, that makes yeah, my I mean, just makes my yeah, my, the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. yeah. Can you and, tell me really quick her, before we go any before yeah. you go any further? I sure. just want you to interject if you don't mind. What yep kind of equipment is this? Is this something people can do themselves, even though it's not the hundred dollar one? What is it called? Um, really quickly, yeah. so that I can get out um, of my brain before yeah, we go on. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, well, okay, it is uh, a pretty, it's a technical piece of engineering equipment that costs about $5,000. I call it the Bob because it is, it's very few people have it, but um, I, I do have a link on my site to uh, where you can get a virtual home inspection done where um, this equipment is actually mailed to you and then via Skype you're taught, and I'm not the one that does it. I'm not an engineer. I want you working with someone who's an expert. So I've got a physicist who does it. Um, and he'll actually mail multiple pieces of this expensive equipment and then teach you how to use it. Because that's the thing. I don't want people going out and spending money on this equipment. You don't know how to use it, and you have to do a little bit of interpretation. It's like going back to school again. So you need an expert to look at the graphs and all the printouts to say, all right, this is coming from a cell tower. This is coming from dirty electricity. This is coming from a refrigerator motor. You know, So that's where you need an expert um, opinion. But for those people that know that, that's not going to be in their realm. I'm just going to give you some like, you know, cheap, free, easy things that you can do right off the bat just to reduce your exposure. So for those people that are like feeling overwhelmed, don't worry. Like there's some easy things you can start with and then go, you know, kind of branch as you can, as you have time or maybe as resources budget allows, then you can start to dive into this a little bit further. Um, So, yeah, so I don't want people to think, okay, I can't afford all of that. Well, that's okay. You're still going to make huge changes for your family and huge, huge changes for your health and hormones and everything. So, so, uh, yes. Okay, so um, but so you said that he mails pieces of it, but it, yes. so you can do some of it that's not the $5,000? Yeah. Okay. No, he will. So it kind of depends on what 
on um, your initial conversation with him um, and what's going on. So, uh, and then where you're located. Because if we can find somebody that's located right by you to bring everything and just show up and do it for you, that's what we'd prefer. But for people that like live in Hawaii and we don't have resources there, that's where we do the virtual. So it all depends on what's going on. If you've already got health issues, if you have children, you know, if we're fighting against the clock for anything, that's going to be kind of what determines um, who you're working with, so to speak. So when I got really sick, I mean, I paid $1,000 to have um, Dave Stetzer, who is an electrical engineer who speaks for Mayo Clinic on this uh, topic. Um, he's the one that, I mean, he, he really did. He developed a lot of the technology that's used now to help combat this issue. And he was already, he could have retired. I mean, he didn't need to be doing this for a career. He did this simply to help people, and that's why um, I always promote anything he's ever going to do because he doesn't need to be doing this. You know, he's not out there to make a buck. He's been fine for years. <laughs> so I trust him um, implicitly in that in that realm. And I had him come out and test my home, and um, and he just fixed everything, and he found so many so many little things that were going on. But um, I don't want to get too far because I'm going to go through what – I don't want to get too far ahead because I know we're going to go through what those are. But um, uh-huh. just to back it up a little bit, uh, for people that don't even maybe know quite the concept of what we're talking about, uh, EMF, which is called electromagnetic frequencies, is kind of used interchangeably with the term uh, electromagnetic radiation. And so what those are are alternate frequencies that are not like our own body's frequencies that have a negative impact on our health, and they're produced by a lot of things. But you and I, we all vibrate. You know, we've all got this wonderful vibrational sure. frequency We've had it since the dawn of time. Um, you know, one of our colleagues, Robin Openshaw, just came out with a book that's called Vibe, which goes Vibe? into all of yeah. that, you know. <laughs> yeah, it goes into the foods that we eat, the water we drink, the thoughts, you know, how this all supports our vibrational frequencies, and it's just a vital component to life. And then about 100 years ago, 150 years ago, so in the dawn of man, this is so recent, we introduced these foreign frequencies and they're produced by electrification. So when Thomas Edison created that light bulb, that's actually safe. That produces zero negative impacts on our health. Um, And then we jumped forward and tried to reinvent the wheel and made those swirly CFL complex light bulbs that need to be removed right away. Um, And again, we'll go through that and it's in a downloadable action step guide that I'm giving all the listeners so they don't have to take notes and they don't have to worry about remembering anything. I'm giving it to you in little pieces. Uh, But uh, around that time, once we started introducing electricity where we could turn on and off light switches, that's where we can track and medical doctors have done this. And again, I linked to it on my site. We can track the Uh, increase in suicidality, the increase in childhood leukemia, which was almost non-existent before this, Uh, along with a host of, you know, diabetes is one of the major, major things that, um, that things like dirty electricity, so the wiring in our home can impact. So um, there's, you know, this is not a secret. It's just to give your, your, you know, listeners a realm, if you're going to study this area, you have to, so when we talk about people doing studies and publishing studies, Someone has to fund that. (laughs) So a group of researchers has to get together. They have to raise enough resources to fund this study. And for most of us, you know, unless you've got a pharmaceutical that you could prescribe as a cure, which is not going to exist for this issue, um, you're probably going to really be strapped to find, to find research uh, or anybody that's willing to back, to back you. So um, a lot of the research that's done on this topic 
has been in places like Russia, which is actually one of the leaders in this field. Um, and the really interesting thing to note about that is it was actually used during the Cold War. Russia would use um, EMFs and they would aim them right at the um, U.S. Embassy. And they sent multiple U.S. ambassadors home with cancer from, from doing those things. And it's, it's doc documented and, and published. So, you know, I've got um, Dave Stetzer on camera telling me these stories. He actually went out to Russia to, to really investigate this issue. So it's not like this is a secret. It's not like it's, you know, a conspiracy. This is, right, right. <laughs> you know, this is a huge, huge problem. So when we look at the different sources of electromagnetic frequencies, one of the biggest things is going to be coming from the thing that we use every day, our little cell phones. Um, and so one of the most, like for, the, for your topic, which I love, thyroid and, um, and hormone health, there's a new uh, research study out there just showing that cell phone use, so they did um, blood tests with people that don't use cell phones, use minimal cell phones, and use a lot of cell phone use. And then they tracked their thyroid markers over time. So they did TSH, T3, T4. They didn't do autoimmune markers. Um, you know, not a ton of people do those. But um, so they tracked those markers. And then they were also able to track stress hormones, which is so, you know, when it comes to healing your thyroid, oh, my gosh, how important are your, your stress hormones? Yeah. And they found a, and it's a study funded by uh, the National Institute of Health, and they found an increased or what they refer to as a, a st statistically significant, significant correlation. Right. Yes, yeah, statistically significant correlation between increased stress hormones, increased thyroid markers, and cell phone use. And you think about that, your cell phone's right by your head, right? right. And right by your thyroid. And then your thyroid, you know, you've got this brilliantly mastered, um, HPA axis and your thyroid, you've got thyroid cell receptors on every cell in your body. And so you mess with your thyroid, you're going to throw your adrenal glands off, your hypothalamus, right. your pituitary. And then Hands that's on. the cascade that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. that cascade. Well, the so, crazy thing is Europe, yeah. even Europe has, they have shown uh, brain tumor studies and cell phone usage for years and years mm -hmm. before. You know, yeah, and, are, and everyone's just, yeah. that. those and kinds on, of studies are suppressed and I'm on Crazy. PubMed right yeah. now looking at this um, Moscow Embassy study uh, and its interpretation. Yeah. It's pretty interesting yep. and and really kind of scary. <laughs> it is. It is. So, it, but, yeah. so keep going. We don't want to derail yeah. you. I mean, uh, to keep the both of us silent <laughs> yeah, maybe is huge. No. So we're just like, <laughs> girl, we're letting you talk. Just go. Take the forum. Well, thank go. you. I do. Yeah. Well, you can tell I get fired up. And you know that. When you get fired up, you're just like, I'm just going to keep going. So you um, you just stop me when you, whenever you need to. But, okay. uh, you know, another really interesting study I want to talk about real quick while we're talking about studies is they've linked it to – um, people that work in the energy field. So, you know, that uh, you've got to think our, our two biggest uh, kind of corporations, we've got this pharmaceutical industry and our energy companies are huge, huge. And um, so because they've got so much funding behind them, it is a hard, that's a hard giant to take down. It, it would be like right. going after a pharmaceutical industry. You just can't right. do it, you know. You can't do it alone anyway. Um, but one of these studies, again, National Institute of Health found that the uh, people that work in the energy field, so electrical workers, actually had a decrease in their bone mineral density. They specifically looked at the, their spine, which, of course, you know, you can do a hip replacement. You can do a knee replacement. There is no spine replacement. 
Uh, and so, you, you know, God gave us one. So we've got to work with what we've got. And so um, it's just really interesting that they were able to track decrease in bone density. And that's why this topic is so alarming because for me, I had, you know, behavioral changes, cognitive changes. And to this day, I just got back from, I had a work, uh, work thing I just flew in from last night. And whenever I'm exposed to more than I should be, I get this headache in my left temple and it's like this throb and I'll feel it kind of come on and I think, uh oh, and I've got to tell you a funny story really quick about that. And it's, well, it's not funny. It's funny now because I was able to fix the problem. But so if we talk about some of our most um, common sources of EMFs, you know, we talked about cell phones, we've got dirty electricity, which I'm going to elaborate on um, anything that has a motor an electrical motor, like a refrigerator motor. Now, the nice thing about that is it is temporary, right? Our refrigerator motors only go on for short periods of time, and then they turn off again. Um, and then we've got cell phone towers, and we've got um, transformers. And you can see pictures of these on my site if you're concerned about them. But another big one um, these days is smart meters. You know, so you used to, uh, you know, we, we all remember when you'd have uh, and somebody from ComEd come out to your house or wherever your energy department is, um, come out to your house and physically read the, the, the meter to see what your energy usage was. And now we're getting away from that to where we've got smart meters that um, some of them aren't that harmful. They only transmit a signal back to the energy company showing what your use uh, was, like maybe every 30 days or every 90 days. So it's going to be a big blast, but it's very infrequent. And usually it happens during the day when, you know, kids are at school and parents are at work, that kind of thing. On occasion, those signals are as frequent as every 30 seconds. And um, there's, you know, there's no shortage of research to show this, um, how significant their impact on our health can be. And so if somebody wanted to, like, just go outside and look and see, do I have a smart meter? What you're looking for is uh, a digital readout on that face of that uh, of that meter. It's going to have like a, you know, just like a digital watch. It'll actually in a digital format, tell you what your energy usage was. Whereas if you look at my meter at my house, I still have an old school analog meter because I'm lucky enough. I live in a state where I can opt out, which I highly recommend everybody does and call and just see if you can. Um, and so it has five little clocks, like you know, little um, clocks with a dial that go all the way around, you know, the hands of your clock. That's what an analog meter looks like. And um, so I opted out at home. I opted out uh, at work. And then one day, so right after Christmas this year, actually, because I've been feeling good for years now, right? I mean, I've taken all the steps that I'm giving all your listeners on how to help combat this issue. And again, you don't do it in one day. You do it over time. Um, and then one day I walked into the build, my building at work and I started getting that weird headache. And then the whole, that whole like flood of brain fog and not being able to articulate just came rushing back. And over the next two days, it just got worse and worse. And um, even to my, one of my team members who works closely with me and has known me for a long time, she looked at me and she goes, yep, something's, something's changed in our, you know, something's changed. What, ha- what has happened? And I, I looked at her, I'm like, nothing. We've got all of our filters installed, you know, our Wi-Fi's off. What? And we're just searching. And I said, oh, you know what? I opted out of that smart meter, and I bet they installed it anyway. And um, I found out. Um, so my mom was actually at my house house, 
like where I live, my mom was at my house. Luckily, my basement flooded. In retrospect, it was luck. She came out to um, help me fix my basement. And she actually chased a ComEd worker off my lawn who tried to install a smart meter, even though I was on the opt-out list. And I had signs posted saying, do not install. She actually had to physically walk him off of my property. But unfortunately, she wasn't here to cover my office. And so they installed a smart meter and I called and they're like, Yep, it was installed. We're really sorry. We know you opted it, opted out, and we can't uninstall it until the end of the month. And so, um, uh, and I was, but looking at that, I thought it was so interesting how within 48 hours of it being installed, I went from healthy to so unwell so quickly. Ooh, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that's that's not good. They should have to. Help pay for well, a your lot of times, stuff. A lot of times, uh, Libby, the smart yeah. meters installed off a bedroom very yep. frequently, oh, that, yeah. right? That which yeah. is even worse. And a lot of these new um, appliances, right? I mean, I think about it; it's just it's craziness because we had our smart meter taken off as well about eleven years Good. ago. And the, awesome. I tell you, the electric company just—they give us hell. It's I could we could go on. Yeah. We could have a show about that. <laughs> but all these new appliances, <laughs> right? All these yeah. new appliances, the coffee makers, and all this that actually speak via you know Wi-Fi to yeah. the smart meter. Mm-hmm. It's like this thin influx from every appliance you have in the house. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I had, I had a smart house, you know, like we'd, we'd bought a house that we loved and then fixed it up to be what we wanted. And everything was smart. I mean, it was great. Like you could wake up at 3am and you're two degrees too cool. So you just take your little phone, which is charging right by your head, which is terrible and turn your thermostat up, you know, I mean, and all that stuff. Yeah, it's convenient. We live in a world of convenience now, but holy cow, it takes a toll on our health. Um, Well, and and another thing I wanted to to ask you is I live where there's, you know, we live pretty remote in Joshua Tree. And um, is it true that when it's, when your phone is working that much harder to get a signal, like, for example, I drive to uh, an hour and a half to work one day, and it's a, uh, you know, hit and miss. It's a really bad sale area. Is it best to just turn my phone off is what I've heard so that there's no, like, draw on the signal? Is that, would that be accurate or, or, or no? Yeah, that is accurate. You could also, you can turn it off or you can just put it in airplane mode. I tend to put it in airplane mode so I can still use my calendar and that kind of thing. Mm, gotcha. um, but yeah, so even people that, um, you so know, that people will. putting it in airplane it mode. Because that's what I oh, do yeah, with my time. phone and my kids' phones and things like that. So it does help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the only thing that transmits um, during airplane mode is your GPS, which is government mandated, and it happens very infrequently. But they, you know, they, they do keep tabs on us. So, um, so, but it's such a low level, and it is so infrequent that I don't, I don't care about it. So airplane mode is going to be safe. But, yes, that is very accurate. The, the further you are from a cell tower, which is great for your body, but the further you are, then your cell phone just ramps up its signal, just trying to reach back. So even if you buy, like, a reducer, you know, cell phone uh, shield, you know, people um, are big into these um, phone cases that are EMS safe. Well, all your phone's going to do then is if you're dampening the signal, it just charges it up more. Um, so I, I don't really recommend any of those products just because um, I've also tested them, you know, with some of that high-end equipment. I haven't found anything that I can – 
justify based off testing. And I do stay in touch with Dave Stutzer pretty frequently asking him, hey, anything come on the market? Because people send him stuff all the time trying to get him to endorse it. And when it comes to those cell phone devices, he hasn't endorsed anything yet. Um, People send him light bulbs all the time. He's actually finally just developing his own because no one's been able to do it yet. So, um, so, so yeah, but as soon as I know anything different, I will definitely be shouting it from the rooftops. Uh, but so the circle back thing, to that. Oh, sorry. Best thing on the cell phone, Libby, is to just keep yes. it in airplane mode. Yes. I keep mean, it you know, when mode. you're driving to work, if you know you're going in, you know, a lot, all of us know where our cell holes are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, uh, best to just keep it in airplane mode. Would that be a really safe recommendation? That best would thing be to awesome. Do for, your, for your cell phone? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Especially for people that might use their cell phone as an alarm clock. I mean, I would highly recommend I you do. get a battery. <laughs> yeah, you get a battery operated alarm clock. Keep your cell phone charging way far away from you. Even if your cell okay. phone's in airplane mode and you're charging it, you're drawing out dirty electricity from the wiring in your home. And so you're it's that's the worst possible time to have a cell phone is charging oh, next to you, regardless of if it's on or off. So get your so cell phone. Just out go of your get room. an old school alarm clock. Yes. All right. Yeah, I got my I will off. do that. Yeah. Um, for those so when people go to um, reviveliving.com, which is my website, so it's just revivedliving.com forward slash EMS, I give them access to um, like tons of products like that that I like. So just like the cheapy alarm clocks, um, what light bulbs to use, you know, all those little things that um, I just want to make your life a little bit easier. And so I send those to you. Um, so you can kind of see what I what I personally use, but yeah, I just use a little cheapy battery uh, battery operated alarm clock, and I have two, so that if one goes, I just have the other one, and that's you know because people are like, what if your batteries die? Okay, just get a second. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, the same thing technically could happen on your cell phone. Exactly. I mean, to be yep. honest, your phone could yeah, die, you know. right? <clears throat> right. Yep. The phone could die. Oh yeah. May I ask? Keep, yeah. uh, may I ask how your niece is doing? I mean, that's an enormous influx yeah. of the MS. What, were you able it, yes. to actually bring them down, and and how is she mm-hmm. doing? May, may I ask? Yeah, I mean, that's just she, she, uh, she passed away within two months of her diagnosis. Oh, it was it really was... quick. Um, oh my yep. Gosh. So she, when we were in Spain and doing treatment, um, I will say that one of the positives from that experience is she got to see so many things that she never would have seen. And she, um, you know, of course the only option that she was given from a medical perspective, like conventional medicine was radiation. And they told us it would damage yeah. her brain and she wouldn't be herself anymore. And so she was able to be herself until the end. And she got to, you know, play in the ocean and we you know, went to the Strait of Gibraltar and we just did so many fun things to give her an experience because it was, it was so, it was so significant. We knew that it probably wasn't going to have a great outcome and to kind of parallel back to that too. uh, She'd had teachers in her classroom have late term miscarriages. I mean like third trimester, which is so uncommon and not normal. She'd had um, like adjacent, you know, teachers in the adjacent classrooms have um, brain cancer and pass away. So, and then unfortunately there's other students and now they have a new building. So, um, so that's, that's a positive. That building actually that's isn't even being positive. used anymore. Yeah. Um, but no, so may I, she may I pass. also, yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Do you thank think you. that, I mean, this is so close to home for you. It's, it's a, pa- I imagine that drives your, your, she drives your passion every mm-hmm. day for this subject, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Is there a genetic 
link. In other words, for, for those that might be thinking, you know, Libby, why does it happen to one person, you know, in other words, and not, not others? Else. Is there is there right. a genetic propensity? Like, are there people yeah. that should be extra careful on this topic? Well, um, it's, I've read nothing saying that there's a genetic link. I can tell you six of us went to Spain, her family, so her immediate family, two parents, her brother, myself, and my husband. We all went. Four out of six of us are hypersensitive. My husband um, and uh, my sister-in-law are not, which, um, you know, my husband's the one that has the, the blood link, and I don't have a blood link, and, and my sister-in-law doesn't. And so they're, for, you know, that kind of just, like, anecdotal evidence, no, there wouldn't be a genetic predisposition there. Her brother, so she has one brother, Kiana, my niece has one brother, had the best, best blood work Dr. Helu had ever seen. And so... It's just so interesting. Now, he also did yeah. find there was mercury in her bloodstream, which the most common sources of mercury she had never been exposed to. And so, um, you know, that's, you know, someday when I get to the pearly gates of heaven, I'm going to ask where that came from. Right. Um, right, right. But, but, Children overall, so I don't really believe there's a lot of a genetic predisposition for it, but children oh, that's good to um, know. Yeah. are so much more susceptible to this. So that's why I say, you know, my son is two years old. He knows he's not allowed to be on my phone. If he wants to play on a tablet or on my phone, which will allow him to do on really long car rides, he knows mom's got to put it in airplane mode first. If he plays with his leap pad, which will, we have like a, you know, a little old school leap pad, we've disabled right. any connectivity from it. So we can connect to it to download more games and whatnot. And then we just turn off the connection again, and then he can play with it. So it's real simple things like that. But for those people with real little kids, just totally breaking that cycle of screen time is so important and establishing really firm boundaries when it comes to using that technology, which, of course, cycles back to mom and dad. You know, if you're going to try to convince your 14-year-old daughter to not use her cell phone 24 hours a day, she's going to be looking exactly at what you're doing. And, and whatever you're doing, she's going to end up mirroring that behavior. And so that's why I think it's so important that if you're going to ask your, your child to make a, a change in their behavior of how they're using technology, it's got to start first with mom and dad and what, what their children see. Um, but there's multiple, multiple research studies showing links with, childhood cancer. They've done school investigations specifically. There was a, a, a classroom. They looked at the teachers in the state of California and found the correlation with dirty electricity to the likelihood of those teachers having cancer, which turned out to be true. Um, and then there's links with ADHD in, in children. So uh, I do want to close one loop real quick before I get into dirty electricity because that's such an important topic. I want to close one loop we mentioned. So I had that smart meter installed and mm -hmm. they wouldn't come and un uninstall it for a month. There's shielding now that uh, is fresh on the market and it's super cheap and I'm going to, I'm actually getting it uploaded. It's freshly available. I'm actually looking at it in my break room at my office right now. So it's sitting in this big roll. You can think of it like really thick tinfoil. And all I did is I took a three by three foot by three foot, foot space and blocked the wall behind the meter. So for example, let's say that you go home, you can't opt out. You've got a smart meter on your bedroom wall. What you're going to do is order this real inexpensive shielding. You're going to put it on the wall behind the meter so sometimes it can just go directly behind the, the physical meter itself. 
Um, or sometimes it'll just go on the wall. So if it's if you're like if your smart meter is behind your headboard, you're going to line the back of your headboard with this protective shielding, and it works 100 percent. Um, I installed it and I got ready to leave for the day because I'm like, I'm not staying here. And within 45 minutes, while I was trying to finish up what I was doing to leave, I felt totally, I mean, I was, it was like night and day. And I couldn't believe how fast it was that it 100% blocks the signal. So, and what's um, it called? So that is a, I just call it shielding material. So on my website, which we're getting it up there right now, now that it's freshly available. So Dave Stetzer um, helped to, to get this product onto the market because um, we couldn't find we couldn't find a shielding material for smart meters that we stood behind 100% because most of them go over the face of your smart meter. So they look like little cups that fit over the front of your smart meter. But all that's doing is taking that signal and forcing it into your house. I was and just so, going to say that's yeah. going the wrong direction, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly. So the best, I mean, in the best possible situation um, is to have like a, so what Dave did is he created like a little cage because you can't touch the meter. The meter is owned by the energy company. You own the space right. around the meter, and you own your home, right? So you can build a, a little cage. It's called a Faraday cage for engineers that know what that is. Um, that's the Faraday's laws. It's blocking that transmission of signal. So you can build even it's like a cardboard structure and then line it with the shielding material. Um, obviously, more durable is going to be, you know, like a, um, you know, some some form of metal cage, like an old dog's cage, <laughs> and then line it with this material and sit it around the meter. As long as you're not touching it, you aren't violating any laws at all, and that is going to 100% keep you keep you safe. And um, so I actually even shielded my neighbors. <laughs> Too. <laughs> they haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> they just moved in. I, I have to let them know that I'm not crazy before I start telling them what I'm doing. But, um, but I'm like, nope, I got to keep them safe. They seem like nice people. Um, and so you this would think that the doggone energy companies would, would do those. You know, I mean, that, that seems to me like a no-brainer. You know what I mean? The energy companies providing those and putting oh. those on it. Yeah, but then they would also have to be admitting that they're that they're causing a problem. So that yeah, would be an admission of some sort of guilt, and so that's not going to happen. So even if you can call and opt out and figure out how frequently that signal is being transmitted, if you can't opt out, and then they ask you why, you don't want to say, oh, for health reasons, because they are trained. I mean, like, these people are trained oh, when they, they answer are. that phone on how to talk to you. I mean, it's like... It's like you're getting interrogated by the FBI. So when I called, well, I and said, they'll even right. they'll even force yeah. you, they'll mm-hmm. even force you into trying to go back to a smart meter. Because like with us, yep. they'll do an estimated reading, and they'll lowball it like at thirty dollars, and then yep. they'll hit us high at like three times the amount. You know, so you're paying significantly more because all of your energy is going into one reading. Yeah, it's it, it's like they will they play games. It's terrible. It is it's horrible. Oh, it really is. And in my state, um, there's some counties where you have to have it. And this couple stood on their property and said, "We're not even letting you on their property." The energy company called the police and they got arrested. Like this couple got arrested. Oh my god! For just Are saying you, you can't. Serious? I mean, that's how. Yeah, that's how crazy. This is. I know it sounds. This sounds crazy, and it's actually happening, <laughs> um, which is unfortunate. Let me ask but, you, like for kids yeah. and people that are at work, Libby. Like for people that work in an office, mm-hmm. and you know, there's just this constant Wi-Fi influx everywhere, or even worse, the kids in school. You know, because yep. computer technology and all of that is coming 
you know, into schools and everything else. Is there anything that, that an individual can do to protect themselves from that? In other words, if you can't control your environment, like a school or, or a workplace, is there anything yeah. that people can do on an individual basis? Yes. So step number one is making sure your home is safe because we do heal quickly, right? So even though the exposure at school and work might be significant, if you can come home and have zero exposure, you're giving your body, your adrenal glands real specifically to a chance to heal and to recover. So that's got to be step one. So before you even focus on making other things that sometimes are outside of your control safe, home is where you start. And you're going to start by getting rid of your Wi-Fi or at the very least putting your Wi-Fi on an outlet timer, just like Christmas lights, you know, you put them on a timer, it comes on and off automatically. And so if you're someone who wants to use it just in the evenings and that's the only time you need it on, great. If you need it on all day, you work from home and you need it on all day, that's okay too. Um, You know, just take it in pieces of what you can do. But as long as people can sleep at night, like your children are sleeping at night without that exposure, that's going to make a huge difference. And I do so get put your question, timer on to shut down the Wi-Fi at night. Yes. Yep. So okay, that's you an take awesome your, idea. Okay. Your Wi-Fi router, where mm-hmm. you plug it into the wall, instead of plugging it into the wall, you're going to plug the timer into the wall and then plug the power cord of the router into that timer. I do have videos on my website, too, um, on how to do that. Because uh, for some people it I, it sounds simple, but I know it can get a little complicated. So no, um, I love again, that. With, that is yeah, that's a huge thing. Just to turn your Wi-Fi off at night while you're yes, sleeping. I yep. mean, who needs Wi-Fi oh, while exactly. you're sleeping? That's exactly. huge. Yep. And then um, the next big step is going to be to get dirty electricity filters. So the ones that I recommend are called Stetzer filters. And so just to give a real brief uh, background on dirty electricity. What that is, is it's excess energy that comes out of the wiring of our home, and it's located in different hot spots. So when I had my home tested, I had a few different hot spots. It's very simple to find those and address those, and it's not overly expensive. So uh, if you go to my site, you can get a meter that reads that dirty electricity. Um, I think it's around $100, and it's yours for life. I took it with me on when I went on this work trip. I took it with me because when I was staying at this hotel, I plugged in the amount of filters that I needed while I was at that hotel. Um, so it's yours for life. You can go and test your friends' homes, your family's homes, you know, the people you love. You can test work. Um, and as long as you don't get it wet, it's going to work. So awesome. uh, to give you a now little bit more of a electricity – the same thing as surging electricity that would be what fries appliances and things like that if you have constant appliances that are going out or um yeah we have a ton of that in this area it's crazy yeah well and dirty electricity is going to be there continuously all the time whereas you do get bursts and surges um, but they do have the same, you know, the same health ramifications. So, okay. uh, but essentially, in our country, we're on something called a Y system um, when it comes to our energy grid. And you can forget that's just for people who are curious, but it's W Y E, our Y system. Um, so, energy in theory comes from the grid, it travels through wires. It powers our homes, and it returns back through a neutral wire back to the grid. That is a theory. That's not actually how it works. Now, where that does work is people that are on a delta system, where um, those wires are thick enough, and it's a closed-loop system, meaning the energy has no choice but to go from the grid 
to their home, back to the grid. There's no other way. There's no other way it can happen. Um, and so countries like uh, Australia and England are on the Delta system. Or I'm sorry, I think it's Australia and Germany are on the Delta system. And a few other ones um, over in Europe. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Germany specifically, because I know when you use grounding mats in Germany, for that reason, it's actually pretty healthy for you. So now in our system, what happens is that energy comes from the grid, it goes to our home, and our wires aren't thick enough um, to handle it all, and it ends up coming out in excess energy waveforms, which impacts us, so it comes out into the space, into our living space. And so you can, again, you can test this just by plugging in this meter into an outlet, and you should see a reading under 30 units. Um, I've had uh, colleagues and clients where they're having major health issues, and I just mail them a meter, and I say just, hey, test like where you're working. Test where you spend the majority of their time. And their mm -hmm. readings will be maxed out above 2,000 units, which is oh, the max that, reader, that meter will go. And, you know, they'll have heart palpitations. And... Um, depression and just their blood sugar will be spiking their cholesterol will be off the roof I mean crazy things like that for no reason um, and then it, the way that you re reduce um, reduce that is you just plug in a filter so Dave Stetzer uh, oh, invented that. yeah so he because he's an electrical engineer I mean he he was actually called in to help figure out what why this was happening to farm animals that's how this all started and which I can elaborate on that in a second too but um, so what what he did is he developed a filter you plug it in and again it should work for life as long as you don't get it wet you plug it in for readings that are above 30 and it's going to bring those hot spots down so I recommend for people like let's say that your budget is pretty limited at least just get two filters per bedroom so while your children are And when you say sleeping, filter, well, it's a plug-in. It's a plug-in. Yeah, plug right? it's a plug-in. Think of, yep, think of just, like yeah. a, a, right, a glade. An aromatic, yeah. you know, right. glade. Yeah. Exactly, right. But this is a filter, <laughs> okay. right? Yes, exactly. I got it, I got it. I'm following, I'm following. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're just, you're just getting two of those per bedroom if budget per is a concern. Bedroom. So if you know you don't want it, because I think the filters themselves are $30 a piece. So if you don't want to spend the money on the meter and test your whole house, you can just get a couple filters per bedroom. And then as budget allows, because my house, the average house needs about 20 filters, and it's not dependent on size. It's not dependent on the year that your house was born. It, it is totally random. So I've had, I've gone and tested homes where they needed 10 filters. And then my house, which it's, I mean, it's a big house. It's not huge by any means needed 60 filters. But again, I was wow. going crazy. You know, I was going absolutely out of my mind. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so just to kind of give you a frame of reference. And I do just have like an easy bundle for people that just want to get like a meter and 20 filters. Mm -hmm. They can just get a bundle. And I, I, you know, give you instructions on how to use it. But so um, whenever there are extras, I say, hey, great put them in your camper for people that have like RVs and, <laughs> and then take them with you on business trips. Like I do, like I just have my traveling filters that I take with me um, just to help. And that actually kept me totally healthy. This, this uh, past travel trip until I walked onto the plane last night and I could feel it right away. And I looked around, I'm like, what is it? Like what, I mean, traveling, uh, you're exposed to radiation when you fly. And then I opt out of that body scanner. Cause that's another um, form of, you know, exposure. But, um, you know, it was one of those planes where every single seat and it had its own individual screen. Um, and so then you can think you have the screen right behind your head with all of that wiring and you're sitting there for hours. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's probably what it is. But, and then when I got home, I felt immediately better. But it was just interesting how 
you can fly on one plane and you feel fine and then you fly in something else that just has way more electronics and now they all have wi-fi hotspots and oh goodness but we got to live we got to live our lives and then just come home to a healthy environment um right. and these so are kind of simple yeah. deal even even 20 filters that's you know right. I mean, that's only that's only 600 dollars in the grand right. scheme of things yep you know to have that you know and turning off your wi-fi having that full eight ten hours or whatever without of it like those are doable that is yep, totally absolutely. I can wrap my head around that's doable. Mm-hmm. Super yep. super easy to do. Yeah. I think so too. And there are um there are some other filters on the market and I wanna say real quick, one of them has a plug where you can actually plug into the outlet so you don't lose an outlet space. I don't recommend that and I've looked into it because when you plug in an electrical device into the filter that's trying to filter out dirty electricity, you can run into a problem. Like especially big appliances like space heaters, you can run into a big issue. So um, I don't want you getting any filters that have um, other plugs in them. And then most of them, to the unfortunate story there is there's a big one out there. And I won't say his name just because I'm trying to be nice. But um, Dave, he, he wanted to be a distributor for Dave Stetzer's filters. Dave flew out to show him how they work. And then when he flew home, this guy just created the filter on his own. And so now it's this, you know, it's just too bad because it was, you know, Ooh, Dave. That's, that's just bad vibration right there. Oh, yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that. <laughs> that yeah. sounds terrible, but, you know, you just don't, you yep. don't want that kind of, you don't no. want that kind of vibe coming in. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if, you know, and we speak with our dollars, right? Like when you buy organic right? food, you're yes, supporting. Yeah, so your dollar speaks. You want to support people that are doing good in the world. Um, and so and I'll always recommend anything that Dave stands behind because, again, the man's got integrity. So um, so that's another quick fix for home. So we've eliminated Wi-Fi. We're not charging our cell phones next to our head. We're getting filters where filters need to be. Um, and then another big thing is let's say that you've got a cell tower right outside your bedroom door. Well, you can get um, – there's a, a there's a website I linked to where you can get a – piece of shielding material that goes over your window that keeps that radiation away from coming into in through your window. It's not going to come in through your house, but it will come in through windows. Um, and so I have one that I only pick up any readings from in the winter when there aren't leaves. And so I actually sewed this shielding material and it looks like fabric. It's um, essentially it's metal, but it's woven into fabric. And it, so on window shielding, if you get the window shielding, it's see-through. If you get the fabric, it just looks like, you know, a bed canopy, you know, like they make bed canopies for like princess bed canopies. It's the same thing, but it does shield your bed. Um, and, but I just recommend you sew that material right behind any curtains um, or get the window shielding. And so that's real simple because you can't avoid that. You know, cell towers are everywhere. And now with this 5G rollout, we're going to be exposed to, um, you know, more than we really have been ever. And so just making sure that you go outside, you walk around, and you look for any big transformers and big cell phone towers, and then shield what you need to. So you're only going to need to shield that one side of your house, you know, and just those windows. The rest of your house should be fine. Um, And so that's just another, you know, another tidbit. So then you can think that child now has zero. So even if they're going to school and you can't control that, they're coming home and they are healing every night, which is going to make such a big impact on their health. And then now they go to school and yes, there, there, there will be exposures there. And I, I go through that, you know, with my son, he's two years old now. And I'm, I know that the way I'm going to determine what school he goes to is when I talk to his um, school and I say, 
okay, you know, I'm, I would like filters. I'll pay for them, but I want to install filters wherever he's going to be. Are you okay right. with that? And if the answer is yes, I'm going to be pretty open to the situation. Um, and then if they're a, a school that, <laughs> unfortunately, there's like Chromebooks everywhere now, um, which if you can use uh, like laptops, especially laptops, iPads, if you're using those and they're not plugged in while you're using them, it's the difference between using AC power and DC. So um, alternating current versus, you know, DC. And so um, that is going to be so much safer. So for example, right now I'm on my laptop because I wanted to have those research studies in front of me and it's not plugged in and it's a uh, much less of an exposure than if you're using your laptop plugged, plugged in. Um, and so like for kids that are going to be using Chromebooks, yeah, now you're pulling this Wi-Fi signal to every single Chromebook, which I, right. I will have, I'll have to really pray hard about that before I would probably allow that situation to happen. But, you know, again, the dirty electricity is going to be huge. That's the big, that's the biggest, you know, kind of the base, biggest exposure for these little people. So that's what Kiana's mm -hmm. classroom was measuring. Um, so if you can get filters into the classroom and then try to talk them into reducing Wi-Fi and bring up the fact that there are places in France that have eliminated, I mean, France as a whole has eliminated Wi-Fi in schools, and now they're going so far as into some of these cities, they're eliminating all Wi-Fi in public spaces. Really? Um, and so, you know, if you can bring that up and say, hey, you know, you could be on the cutting edge, even some schools, some private schools are making that, that leap. And that is where if, you know, if I can't do that in a public school setting, and I would love to support, you know, my public school, but if I can't get that done, worst case scenario, Grayson, my son, will be homeschooled. But I live in Chicago where there are co-ops and they get together and they get the same socialization. They can participate in the public school sports. You know, for them, it doesn't actually look much different. If you're in a small right. area where public school is all you have, well, yeah, you're, you're probably going to make a few more, um, you know, you're probably going to be a little bit more lenient than you would just because you've got to be able to live your life. Not, a, not everybody can homeschool. But those, again, that's why I just say, hey, sure, that home is safe first and then do the other stuff, you know. Um, I'm about to jump off a building here calls. because I'm thinking of my um, my son who has his uh, phone in his pocket. All the time, which, you know, even studies show it's going to lower sperm count, which you're not going to worry about right. right now, but <laughs> but sperm count by 30%, you know. And so then when we're looking at all these people that are around, they're going, and it's not just sperm count. That's what they can justify on, on testing. But then we think about right. the other hormonal effects that that's going to have um, near our reproductive organs. But you think about all the rampant infertility nowadays, um, and we and it's, of course, we're not looking at just one cause. But if we know that EMFs impact our thyroid, which impacts our adrenal glands and impacts every, you know, like all these other hormones in our body, um, our stress hormones go up, how could you get pregnant? <laughs> I mean, how, how would, it'd be a, it'd be right. a miracle. So, um, and then and same even thing my with, kids, they don't, they don't have any cell phones, but they do have iPods, you know, I mean, yeah. even though they don't have that constant info, they are homeschooled. So they're home with the Wi-Fi. I mean, I'm just, I'm so grateful for this show. I can't even tell of you. Course. I mean, it's like oh, of course. super simple, super simple things to, to change and do. I'm really, really yeah, excited absolutely. about this. Yeah. And all well, of those have you actions, also heard, yeah. I'm just dying to know this, because have you also heard that an iPhone has three times the radiation of an Android? Is that something you've Ooh, actually heard? No, I, you know, I haven't heard that. I mean, not that I would go, I wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me, but no, I haven't heard right. that at all. I haven't heard a a correlation, but 
Uh, I don't remember. I've had my Android for a couple of years, but that's one of the reasons that I chose that and I went away from the Mm. iPhone was because I was having, you know, quite a few brain issues and, you know, uh, my thyroid looks great and I still have some brain issues. So they're like, I'm after the house, man. I'm going in. (laughs) My husband's going to come out of my office and my husband's going to go, uh, what? what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Why, why is she going crazy? I'm like, listen, just call Libby. She'll explain yeah. it. <laughs> You're running around the house beating down a smart meter with a baseball bat. Right? <laughs> I know well, you've got you yours know, out. The, yours is gone. <laughs> the fortunate thing is he's totally on board. I mean, he was the one That's when great. we first moved into this house. He was the first, he was the one that said smart meter's got to go. And he had to yep. fight with the electric company. Oh, my God. So he's he's on board. So he's not going to think I'm totally crazy. He's going to be like, all right, let's do it. Yep. Oh, that's great. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is, for me, the opt out it wasn't hard, but they didn't do it. They didn't they didn't honor it. You know. Well, I, I did not so I know did. that it's not that it that you <coughs> actually can't do that in certain locations. I did not realize yeah. that. I thought that was, that everybody could choose to opt out of that. Yep. No, they're 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 going away with that. So that's where wow. at least now the shielding the shielding exists and it does come in like it's like a real thick layer of tinfoil so you just do whatever which I like because then depending on how your meter is set up you can do whatever you need to right and for most people it's going to be on the wall right behind it but um you know I had a colleague who had he bought a new house and um he said hey what should I be looking for and I said okay you know get your filters get rid of your wi-fi real easy you know just to have a hardwired location for computer usage I know in a family of like six that's a little bit more difficult but for me when I when I was working from home that was pretty simple you know I just paid somebody a couple hours of their time to come in and hardwire um, so I didn't even have to have the the wi-fi on and then of course I switched out all of our smart appliances for like the cheapy standard ones um, but you know what? For me, I wasn't a crazy person anymore, so I'm okay with getting up and turning my thermostat down now in the middle of the night. Um, but for him, he said, "Okay, yep, my, you know, I've done all of that." And I said, "Okay, well, go find your meters. Where are your meters?" And they were, of course, right next to his daughter's headboard. And oh here she was. She was seven, and I'm like, "Man, had he not known to look into that and to ask." She may have been fine, but what if she hadn't been? And that's what we, we don't know. It's, this does impact children more, it, way more than adults. And I, I am part of a lot of these EMF forums where I do hear those horror stories where kids go to school and they are just miserable. They come home and they feel better. And right, unfortunately, right. some of them get pulled. But when they get pulled from school and they end up doing homeschools, which they're involved in co-ops, and, um, you know, my so Kiana's brother – Aiden, he's homeschooled now, and he um, he's 12, and so he has teachers. He meets with them virtually. He, you know, he does. He he'll have you know. Tim Tebow was homeschooled. If we're going to talk about that, so right. uh, you know, it's like you can do everything. Just like just like if you're in the public school, and then obviously not to get into that topic, but there's this whole no schooling movement too, where you're just giving children basic skills and then tons of life experience, like going to work with That's mom and dad and do. learning. Yes. Yes, awesome. Yeah, this is how you balance a checkbook. How many people went through school, graduated, and all they did was wrap, get a ton of debt and were never taught how to, you know, balance their budget, balance a checkbook, track their I – mean, it's like all these skills that people just right. need and aren't given. We call, it, we call it life application learning. A lot of people call it I love it. And I, I, I really yeah. dislike that term because it makes it sound like you do mm-hmm. nothing 
where really yeah. in in truth you're it's it's learning from everything like my oh, favorite thing that. is keeping attendance that always makes me giggle because you know you're schooling between these hours I'm like man they're schooling from the minute they open their eyes to the minute yep. they close their eyes at night so it's oh, yeah. it's always a fascinating but I I do have to say honestly Libby with with that philosophy like my children are under wi-fi all day long because mom and dad work from home and all four kids are homeschooled so it's like yeah it it just took that whole this this topic just took that whole thing and put it in a whole different level yeah for me. You know what I mean? yeah so it's, but you, it's like you we have... need to i'm super excited yeah. to protect the exactly. you know to protect the area and and uh yeah, I, I'm just yep. super excited. And you have control over it. You know, you have control over your environment, and that is such an advantage. So, and so now you know. And and not to, I mean, so when I asked Dave um, Setzer, I said, okay, so give me, the, like, what's the worst offender, you know? And he said, well, Wi-Fi can give you cancer in 10 years. And I thought, oh, that's crap. But, oh, Jeez. like, great. Thank you for that. And he said, but, no, dirty electricity, <laughs> if you're real sensitive, can do it in six months, which, I mean, it does. You know, people move into homes, and depending on how severe that, that reading is, it can really have a huge toll. And then, and then um, you know, I asked him about cars because um, I've had clients where, you know, because people call me and they're like, is this EMS stuff? And they'll say, well, when I drive in my brand-new car and I'm in the driver's seat, my, the right side of my face goes numb. And then when I'm oh, in the wow. passenger seat, the left side of my the face goes side. numb. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happening, you know, in their in their dashboard where you've got now these mobile hotspots. It's like this mobile Wi-Fi transmitting all the time, blasting. And so when I did, I took um, it's called a high frequency analyzer, and I tested my new car. Um, I put it and I aimed it right at um, my child's at that at that time his car seat, and he was a little teeny tiny baby, and it maxed the meter out. That's how high the reading was just in his car seat. So then I, I called um, my dealer and I said, can you stop transmitting that signal? And of course they thought I was a little crazy, but I don't care. I just gave them a ton of money. Turn the signal off. Doesn't, <laughs> you know, and then so right. what, what they did is they turned off my ability to access it. And so I always tell people when you call and you get that turned off, say, hey, t- stop transmitting the signal overall. I don't want the signal transmitted at all. Not just my ability to access it stop transmitting the signal. And then it was turned off. And I pre and post tested it, but I just had to, you know, learn that the hard way that was it you know, sig- so- I mean, was it significant? Now you can't um Libby, can they make of you know, my God, they make aromatherapy filters for the car. I mean, can you get something that actually plugs into can you get a filter for your car instead of getting that turned off? Yeah, and so a filter helps with like the wiring component, whereas this is a wireless gotcha. signal that's okay, transmitted gotcha. within the vehicle. So it's just so you like need a to Wi-Fi call your router. Dealership? Yes, call your dealership and, stop, and have them. Yeah, stop transmitting. Stop transmitting. That yep, and you know, and I just bought because um, that was a couple of years ago. I just bought a new car recently because um, that was my husband's. I just bought a new one, and the dealer said, "I said, is there a, a, a signal that's transmitted all the time?" And he said, "No, I don't think so." And I looked at him and I was like, okay, so that means you have no idea. No one's ever asked you that question before. So then I had to go to, obviously, the tech department. And they said, oh, yeah, of course there is. All new cars have them. And I'm like, yeah, can you just show me that you're turning that off? And, of course, they, like, log on and they turn it off. And and it was fine. But now I just know when you buy a new car, you've got to get that signal turned off. So, um, And then, any you know, anything, like I tested um, – a Tesla, um, the newer models are actually, they're electric cars, and they're going to be 
it depends, but they're actually pretty safe. The, the newer models are pretty safe, but you still have that huge electrical component, which most new cars do have now. And it is going to be somewhat of a transmission. So if you had like an old school car, like an old school, like Corvette Stingray that has like no computer component to it at all. Yes. That's going to be like the safest version for you. But um, as long as you get but that maybe big not the signal, safest. But maybe not the yeah. safest made, right? So it's like no, you're no, you get an accident, you're done, <laughs> right? Okay. There are no, there are no air, no airbags in that car. No, um, but no, just when it now, comes does to that cars. Affect, I'm so sorry. I'm sure it doesn't. Yeah. But does that does that electrical transmission transmitter thing affect the airbags? Because isn't that all? I mean, the whole system of the car is this computer. Yeah. Brain, so it's not essentially. Gonna, yeah, it is not. Yeah, it's not going to impact the usage of any component of your vehicle. It's just going to turn off your, your Wi-Fi hotspot. And then if you're somebody that has OnStar in your vehicle, it's, it depends. My OnStar only is triggered by the push of a button. So the signal is only produced when I need it. And so, um, it, and I made sure of that. So, uh, so I turned on off my continuously transmitted mobile hotspot 4G wireless. That's the most important. And then if you have somebody that has like OnStar all the time for like directions and like, you know, for, that's transmitting right, all the right. time, I don't, and I don't, I'm not, to, you know, totally up to speed on if that's, if my car is like any different than other cars. I imagine if you have OnStar, it's probably just at the push of a button and then the signal transmits. And so for mine, it's just, hey, I was in an accident and I needed help. And so I'm okay with that. But no, it, it's just, it's just going to be that wireless aspect. It's not going to interfere with the, any component to your car. So it's not going to interfere with your radio, your airbags, your electrical heating system, any of that. Okay. And yep. you just call your dealership because I, yes. I just have, I just bought a new car too. So do you yeah. call your dealership and you ask them to turn off your transmitter to the car? Yeah, so any so I I specifically said, hey, you know the mobile hotspot, the 4G that you're really proud of. <laughs> right, stop, right. Stop transmitting that signal. Turn it off. I don't want it. And um, but then I was also somebody that walked in, and um, at the same time, you know, cars that have Apple CarPlay where you can plug in your phone to your car. That's great because then you're, you're using a wired system because, again, you don't want to be using Bluetooth. Bluetooth is another signal all, on, you know, right, all in itself. Right. So you want to make sure, like I hate the most recent Apple update because it by default turns your Bluetooth on every time. So when I turn my right. phone into, uh, on airplane mode, every time I, I turn it back on, now I have to turn the Bluetooth off again. I hate that update. I wish I'd never done it. But, oh, I saw um, that. Wanna, yeah, because yes, when so I turn annoying. my airplane so mode on, I'm like, wait a minute, this is different, right? Yep. Right. So now I walk around like a crazy person. Every person I meet that I like know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, see this feature? Turn that off and keep it off. Um, you know, so same thing. Anything that's going to use Bluetooth, like these wireless headsets, those those um, the new earbuds with the new the newest phones that are a Bluetooth signal by your brain constantly. That's a no no. Right. Um, if you're using Bluetooth on a watch that's connected to your arm, it, you can actually track the current running through your body from that. Um, and then, of course, if you were to get into this, like people are getting burned by that stuff, and it's just a big no-no. But I had one on my wrist when my house was tested, and so, of course, I immediately got yelled at. And so Dave has, like, the sweetest little wife, um, and she is like, you are far too young to be wearing that. Do you want cancer by the age of 40? I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I sold it on eBay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but you can. For a while there, I used my Apple Watch um, just in airplane mode for just so I could look at baby pictures of my son. <laughs> right, and wired headphones. I use wired headphones. They're not mm-hmm. they're not as bad, right? I was going to say they're not they're that not bad. As, I'm like, no. wait a minute, I should have. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, they're uh, they're not as bad. So and like, I mean, even like we. I don't want people to obviously be wrapping themselves in tinfoil. Like I haven't, I haven't watched um, the show Better Call Saul, but Better I guess Call there's Saul. a guy on that show. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's his yeah, brother. Guess, and when yeah. you first start out, when we first, when the show first started, you know, four years ago or so, it, you know, they don't really tell you what's going on. You kind of have to figure mm-hmm. it out over the course of time. And it yep. was really interesting. And, um, you know, Today, when you were going to be on the show, you know, I said, he, my husband made the show meme for me, and he said, yeah. don't forget your tinfoil suit, you know, when yeah. I walk out to you. Don't forget yes. your tinfoil oh, suit, yeah. you know, better call Saul, because, um, you know, and some people are more affected, and he must be Absolutely. one of those hypersensitive people. Oh, but for still, sure. I'm still thinking I need a, a tinfoil suit. It doesn't matter, even right? if I'm better call Saul yeah. or not. I'm feeling like it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you I know mean, what it, I love the most yeah. about this show is that, you know, it, it can be so overwhelming. Like if you think about it, you're like, oh, my God, just one more thing that mm-hmm. I have to be careful with. But these these are really reasonable, doable, hey, this is totally simple, do this. Right? This yep. isn't like, you know, where you have to walk around with your, you know, satellite shield of, you know, go away or whatever. These are really, really simple, doable fixes yeah. and explanations for people. You know, yeah, hey, these wired heads. I mean, these are simple things that will protect you, and mm-hmm. and that's that's amazing, really. I mean, yeah, thank nobody you. thinks about it. Nobody with these, you mm-hmm. know, with thyroid problems, we almost always think every single thing that's happening to us is something to do with our thyroid. You know what I mean? We don't think that, okay, so this is something that may be affecting our thyroid. Nobody thinks about that when they're on their cell phone. Nobody thinks oh, that yeah. that's part of <laughs> where their cognition problems are coming from or their brain fog, or anything like that. We don't think about the Wi-Fi and our cell phone as this constant influx, this this injury to the brain and our cognition and things. You know, we have a tendency to think right. of something, do you know what I'm saying, more yep. tangible. Oh, absolutely. Yep, and, so you, this, and, and it is one of those things where you just you just do the best you can with what you're working with. I mean, just just like when we're talking about our kids, you know, there are some days where your kids will eat all of their vegetables happily. And you're like, I am the best mom the world has ever seen. And then the next day they're like, nope, I'm going to be eating Kraft macaroni and cheese today. And then you feel like a failure. But, you know, it's like all these little baby steps in life that equate up to us being happy, healthy, productive adults. And that's all it is. You know, you control the things that you can control. And the things that you can't, you know, you have to let go and, um, and just live, you know, live the best life you can. But with, um, with the action steps that I'm giving people, I, it's just my top 10, you know, my top list. But then I'm going to send you a couple little follow-up emails. Just I do it subtly like that so that you don't get, like, one big action step email with links to, like, a timer, you know, which are cheap, but just to remind you to get a timer if you don't have one. And then a battery-operated alarm clock, you know, just real small little subtle things just to kind of keep you going for the next couple of weeks while you start this journey. Cause I don't want anybody to um, get overwhelmed by it. You know, if, when you get your action step guide, 
print it off, put it on your fridge, and then just cross thing, you know, one thing off at a time. And the best thing that you could do to start with, everybody could do it right now, is to unscrew those CFL light bulbs, those swirly compact fluorescent light bulbs, and replace them with incandescent light bulbs or halogen light bulbs. So not LEDs, incandescent or halogens. That's a real that's like especially in your kids room if they're by their beds just go and screw them even if you don't have a replacement they can live in the dark for a little bit um because those things just are off the charts when it comes to emf so but it's just little things like that that i don't want you to have to worry about i'm giving it to you so you don't have to remember all this stuff because what we talked about was overwhelming so again that's at reviveliving.com forward slash emf emf as in frank yes as okay. in electromagnetic <laughs> frequencies, yes. Right. I just wanted to be sure that the the listeners heard that. Um, oh, this yeah. Has Thank been you. Amazing, really wonderful, actionable tips that you can do. And you can just start, print off the list, as she said, and just check one off when you can. And uh, live in balance. You know, you, you, mm-hmm. you can't walk around uh, in fear because uh, that's not any way to live. So you just have to do what yeah. you can when you can. So. Well, and um, I love to protect your home. Yeah, you really give it some. Protect your home. Good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And thank you guys so much for being willing to bring this topic to your audience. That's just amazing and just so progressive. And so I'm really thrilled that um, that you guys had me today. Thank you. Yeah. We're and grateful we will for be sure, your work. We'll be <laughs> okay. sure to tell everybody where to find you. And we are so grateful. It was so nice to connect with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, yeah, you too. Yes, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you, Libby. You too. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. I have to say it. That is so actionable. I love it. One of my favorite shows all time. Yep. This is a huge topic. Seriously. It, It really is. Yes, it is. And um, all you can do is take baby steps and do the things you can do and start checking those those items off the list. She's got some really great steps. Let me see. Did we put the link uh, to where those were on here? I well, there is, uh, of course, you can you can find all things Libby at revivedliving.com. And then, of course, she said the uh, revivedliving.com forward slash EMFs, EMFS forward slash EMF, uh, what is it, a hyphen? Research. Yeah. And then yeah. she's got also the, um, you know, the actionable tips. She does. Really great information there. And it sounds like she has some links and things so everybody will be able to um, find all the products she was talking about. And, of course, you know, we don't want anybody to, like I was teasing earlier, jump off the of the building or the house or whatever um, take some deep breaths and do the things you can do. And, and you can't worry about the other things because besides right. all the things we were talking about on the show today, there's lots of other things going on in the world and you, you can't focus on those either. So you just have to worry right. about and yourself she's got, what you can do. That's right. She's got under shop. She's got, I, I know she said it, but it's Stets, I think it's Stetserizer meter and filter bundle, $619. Seriously, folks, 600 bucks. That is not that much money, and not only that, but that's that meter to to register these things. I mean, my God, I'm I'm yeah, that's not that much money. Six hundred and ninety dollars. It's, it's on, on the, the list. list. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Libby Darnell. Right, that was really yeah. neat. Um, really great to information to have. So, 
it's all it's all connected. Everything's connected. Your thyroid sits right there. You know, same thing with you know putting you know your cell phone next to your head and your brain and your thyroid. You know, just not good for you. I think pretty much common sense would tell you that, but maybe right. saying it more often. Vibration. Will make, yeah. Right. Make people do it it's less. Not, it's know. not a hocus pocus, you know, thing. No. It's a vibration. No. You are a vibration. These are vibrations that are affected. It's it is significant. And you can find that um, Moscow study, Cold War Moscow Embassy uh, EMF. I think is all I typed into the to the Google search NIH. and it pulled right up from from. Yeah. PubMed. Did you just uh, so. Google like NIH EMF and it probably should yeah. come up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it was really interesting. So definitely something to be aware of and to to try to do the little things that you can. And you know, in ten years, all the little steps hopefully will have been done and you'll be like, look what I've done. So right. I've been protected my family and I, you know, so just baby steps as always a very big thank you to our listeners. And if you get a free moment and you like our show, we would love a, re- a review on iTunes. It helps spread the message and it helps other people know about us. And like we had Libby on the show today, trying to raise awareness and spread the message for that. Uh, you can do the same for Thyroid Nation Radio so that more people can hear these kinds of topics and things. So we would really, really appreciate it. And if you missed any shows, you can download them while you're there. And, of course, on Stitcher and Google Play. Mm-hmm. And please check out thriveprobiotic.com. It's very unique uh, probiotic. Yeah, and get on their email list. And make mm-hmm. sure to follow Thyroid Nation on Facebook and all the social media platforms we're on. Uh, and check out our Hashis and Grays Facebook support group because we will have information for each uh, weekly episode and past episodes and that kind of thing. So check it out. Okay, I got to say it. Coming soon, Thyroid Refresh. I'm so excited. <laughs> Your living, breathing Thyroid Lifestyle Magazine. We put inspiration, information, and support all together in a really pretty place. And we're working really hard on it. Uh, so please check it out in a few weeks. Of course, we'll be uh, letting everybody know uh, when the official launch date is soon, but Jenny and myself have been working really hard around the clock to make sure these uh, articles and information are cutting edge and uh, expert written. Plus, we have some great videos. Jenny has some cooking school videos. I watched How to Butcher a Chicken the other day with Savannah. It was fabulous. Just some really, really wonderful things. So you're going to have to stay tuned for Thyroid Refresh coming soon. And it's lovely. It is soothing and healing to look at. It's beautiful. I'm Yay. excited. Yay. Of course, Dana, and I always want to remind you that wellness is a journey. Okay, so for some people, this, the EMFs is going to affect some more than others. You've got to be listening and pay attention to what your body is telling you. It's super smart. You've got to listen. It is. It's really smart. I knew that the uh, cell phone was bothering me back in 2000, so I went and got it, got tested. I, they probably didn't know what to do with the information, but, you know, I evidently knew my body's really smart, and it told me, and I listened. So it's really, really smart and wise to do that. Be mindful of what it's telling you. This is Dana. And Tiffany. Your Thyroid Nation Thrivers, bringing the collective voice of Thyroid Thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. We've got a Valentine's show next week. Ooh, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week.
the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.